Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Ivor Cummins from the Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2019. Ivor is an engineer who now applies himself to the study of nutrition and health. In this excerpt, he talks about why keto works for lipedema when other diets usually fail. It would appear that the earliest stage of having an insulin problem, an insulin resistance problem, is that the fat tissue becomes mildly dysfunctional. So the fat tissue actually is a very important signaling uh, organ. It releases many, many hormones and amazing signaling function. They realize that more now. But early in insulin resistance, the fat tissue begins to not process glucose each cell like it should do. So a fat cell should take up glucose, should trigger de novo lipogenesis or the creation of fat inside the fat cell. And that process triggers a lot of beneficial hormones and signaling that go to the liver and throughout your system. So healthy fat tissue works well and signals positively all around the body, including, as you mentioned, Leslin, adiponectin, which insulin sensitizes muscle and has other beneficial effects. So that's healthy fat tissue. Healthy fat tissue will tend to have smaller cells, so there'll be small, proper cell sizes. But if you begin to push bad food into your you know, diet, and you begin to have problems, there's a tendency the fat cells will become larger or hypertrophic. And that correlates and links to inflammation reactions over time, where macrophage will begin to gather around the fat cells and begin to oppose their size increase. Okay? And when this inflammatory reaction happens, because you've pushed your fat cells to be bigger, through doing the bad thing. Not in the case of lipedema now, I'm talking about general dysfunction from people who become overweight or insulin resistant. So the fat cells are made larger and an inflammatory reaction over time is precipitated. And that will try and push back proliferation of fat cells and try to maybe mop up damaged fat cells. But in doing so, can cause more problems where you don't have the expansion of fat mass to manage incoming energy flux and dietary energy safely. So a kind of cascade happens with hyperinsulinemia, where the fat cell at some point, depending on your genetics and your personal tolerance, your fat cells become larger, less functional, and then immune system, macrophage, and other components start getting involved. And that tends to make things worse. So that's kind of the early stages of insulin resistance, maybe before the liver really becomes badly affected. The fat tissue is crucially important as your first barrier to systemic problems. The forced enlargement of the adipose cells, that actually is an intimate part of the dysfunction and the descent into insulin resistance. Whereas if you can make lots of small, healthy fat cells, They've got really huge guys, 45 BMI in another study, but the ones who have many small cells actually don't really have any risk factors or problem bloods. 
And the guys with the really poor bloods for glucose and insulin who have major issues, they, that strongly links to size of fat cells, inflammatory markers, and uh, adiponectin being lower. So there's a lot of science coming together now to show the crucial nature of the adipose tissue. So the guys with lipedema maybe are not, you know, becoming highly deranged or insulin resistant or, or all the what I described. And yet when you look at the large cells and the accumulation of macrophage in the interstitial space between the cells, they're exactly like all my studies, you know, of the people who become overweight and hypertrophic and the macrophage come in. So as an engineer, what I would look at, well, a couple of things. One, if you've got problems with hypertrophy of adipose cells and macrophage recruitment, it's kind of a no-brainer to use the diet that fixes that for all the people who become insulin resistant and, you know, have those metabolic problems. And it sounds like that that actually is a good strategy because it sounds like it's working. Um, the diet, ketogenic diet or low-carb diet, is going to be kind of anti so many things. It's going to be anti-cell proliferation. It's going to be anti-inflammatory. It's going to be anti-insulin resistance state, anti-hyperinsulinemia. And what's amusing me is it's kind of anti nearly all bad things I've come across. And that is a beautiful, it often happens in engineering where when you find a really big root cause in a process, if you fix a really important root cause, the thing you're worried about doesn't just get better. So problem X you're working on gets better. But you find lots of other things get better too. Your whole process yield goes up. Your quality level goes up. That's when you get a true root cause. But when you get a kind of a Band-Aid fix for something, and most medications are Band-Aids, right? They're playing with the problem. All you'll do is slightly affect your problem. You certainly won't affect anything else, you know, because it's a Band-Aid. So I think the low-carb or ketogenic diet is so kind of positive to a human machine that it sounds like even the lipedema, which is a very specific problem, also, like everything else, gets better. And I guess you're going to move your physiological state away from the tendency to push cell proliferation, to push immune reaction, to push all those bad things. The lipedema seems to be, for unknown reasons, there's the hypertrophy and the immune components coming in, even though they're not really doing, say, a bad thing necessarily. But they also seem to have a very rapid genesis of more fat cells. So the body is trying to make loads of fat cells to make up for the problem. So you've got this fight going on, hypertrophy, immune reaction, and as that's containing the hypertrophy, the lipedema guys are making loads more fat cells. So it's dysfunctional for a different reason than your average fat dieter who becomes insulin resistant. But yeah, still going to be amenable to the optimum low inflammatory diet, regardless of what's driving it in that special case. Thank you, Ivor. That was wonderful to hear another possible reason for the mechanism of why keto seems to work for many women with lipedema. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, 
Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.